0: designed to help you read better. I'm writer, filmmaker, and book devourer, Mallory O'Mara. And I'm Bria Grant, actress, filmmaker,
1: and e-reader. This episode, we're making some reading New Year's resolutions and testing out ways to track your reading. But first... What are you reading, Bria? Oh, I'm reading... Oh, I didn't think... Here, look up how to pronounce this woman's name. But it's called Chemistry. Oh, uh,
0: by uh, Wiki Wang? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. (laughs) I'm not sure
1: how you totally pronounce her name, but that... Seems right. It's a big, buzzy book of 2017. Big, buzzy book. And also, it's not like the typical book that I would normally pick up, because, you know, there's no yeah. dragons. Yeah, there's I was going to say. There's no n- science fiction Nobody's happening. in space. No, but it's about a woman who is a graduate student in chemistry, and, it's, and her boyfriend proposes to her, and it's just, and it feels, it's written from a first-person perspective, and it feels like you're reading someone's, like, daily journal about what they're concerned about, and so... <laughs> mallory are the cats gonna be too distracting speaking for you? of concerns i feel like the cats are too distracting for you to do the podcast here because it's
0: the first time we've ever recorded the show at my apartment yeah i just have cats
1: Mallory, everywhere. i may have to do i may have to call it off because you're too <laughs> distracted cat directly above cats. my head right now
0: all right what are you reading mallory i am reading uh the hearts invisible Furies" by john boyne which is just punching me directly in the heart it is amazing it it's is a big-ass book it is a big-ass book it is a huge it's a big 2017 release by the guy who did the boy in the striped pajamas which I never read but I know that was another big book And this is basically it's just like an epic story of uh, the main character's life Cyril he is an Irish guy and he's uh, adopted and it's about his life with his adopted parents who were both kind of weird and then like his journey like he goes to live in Amsterdam and he goes to live in New York and he's like struggles to like and because he's gay and in each city he like struggles to deal with what the how accepted gay people are in each city, and like. And when is it set? It's set in the he was he's born in the forties, so it's uh, like from nineteen forty all the way to like early two thousands. And it is so good, and it is so funny, and I know it's gonna make me cry. So I'm like, I have like a hundred pages left, and I'm ready to like sequester myself in the bedroom so I can have a good good old sob when it's done. Honestly, I love it. It's wicked good. I honestly had this on
1: my uh, reading list, and I took it off because I thought. Just couldn't handle it. It just seemed like a lot it's a big book full of like tears. Yeah. Book of tears. It's the book
0: of tears, the heart's invisible tears (laughs) all over your face. So we want to take a moment to share some listener feedback from our book covers episode. Aranka wrote in, I wanted to tell you about my favorite book covers. I'm a huge Potter fan and have been since I started reading the books at age six. I'm Swedish, so obviously I was reading the translated copies before my English got good enough to read the originals. Here's the thing. The Swedish hardbacks have the most gorgeous covers. The illustrator is named Alvaro Tapia, and he's created these beautiful, highly detailed cover illustrations that are just perfect for the series. They're inlaid with silver contours, which really give you a magical feeling. I, I agree. Silver contours always make me feel pretty magical. <laughs> I love these books so much and it always fills me with a sense of pride to think about how in my opinion, this, my Swedish copies are the prettiest among all the Harry Potter books in the world. Whoa, Gauntlet Throne. Seriously. Gauntlet Throne. Although, <laughs> let's be real. I looked them up on Google Images. She They're might be- Kind of pretty. She, yeah, right, silver fair. contours really go a long way. <laughs> we can post those on our Instagram too so people can see what they look yes, like. Yes, we should. We'll, we'll put them, uh, when this episode goes up, we'll put them on in our Instagram reading glasses podcast. They are very beautiful. I also think that we should, if anybody else feels like they have the more beautiful Harry Potter covers, should should we throw throw
1: down? Listen, uh, I think we should have a contest: the most beautiful Harry Potter covers, because there's a lot. All over the world, right? Yeah, Yeah. every world. Wait, every world has a different one. (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) Interdimensional Harry Potter. (laughs) I don't know if you feel like you've seen the best Harry Potter cover. I'd like to know. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's get that going. So Mike wrote in and said, "I just listened to your podcast on book covers, and I'm glad you brought up the topic." There are so many books I passed on because of the cover and got angry at myself when I finally read them because they were great. Ones that I can recall are Holes by Louis Sacher, The Phantom Tollbooth by Norton Jester, Dawn by Octavia Butler, and the entire Harry Potter series. That's wow. That's pretty hilarious. Seriously, I passed on that series because of the covers. I didn't realize how dumb I was then. I've actually grown to love those book covers. The British versions are even better. Whoa. Another Gauntlet Throw. Seriously, this is getting <laughs> intense here. Some of the best series or books I've read have had some of the worst covers. When I look for a book series, I usually read the first chapter and see if it grabs me. That's not to say I haven't pursued a book because it had a cool cover. Of course I have. I'm only human, Human and cool artwork draws me in. That being said, a few of my favorite book covers are The Republic of Thieves by Scott Lynch, The Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss, and the fifth book in the Witcher series, The Lady of the Lake. That's all you, Bria. (laughs) Man. (laughs) By Andrzej Sepp kowski which coincidentally is published by orbit books yay by the orbit. way i've never read the witcher series Neither and I. um i
0: feel like it's something i should pick up this year i think maybe it's something we both should pick up because okay, so it's getting made into a show yeah or something okay so you can email us at reading at gmail.com as always we want to thank danielle who runs our facebook group and chrissy and rachel who moderate our goodreads page and remember guys you can buy reading glasses tote bags and bookmarks now in the max fun store link in the show notes so if you want to show some uh, show some love to reading glasses you can get some merch from us before we talk about bookish new year's resolutions we're going to take a quick break This week, we're kicking off the new year. Happy 2018, everybody. So right now, everybody's buying gym memberships, getting diet manuals. But here on Reading Glasses, we're thinking about books. What's a
1: diet manual? I don't it's know. Like when, like, it's like a workbook you have to work through. Yeah, like Don't eat
0: crap. Okay, fine. Lesson one. Don't <laughs> eat
1: crap. The diet <laughs> manual. <laughs>
0: So lots of readers sign up for year-long reading challenges. They set book holes for themselves, or they buy reading journals. But where do you even start with all of this stuff? Hey, okay, Mallory, do you want to know how many New Year's resolutions
1: actually s- people stick with them? Do you but, know what percentage? Ten. Eight. Eight. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Eight percent. Ninety-two percent of them that fail. That doesn't surprise me. The reason um, I read a lot about New Year's resolutions, and people probably know all of this, but the reason is because we often think of New Year's as a start date, and don't do like incremental changes so we try to do one big yeah change right at the beginning of the year and the problem with the start date is that we think of it as having an end date yeah and so like psychologically it screws us up when
0: we try to make like a big new year's resolution interesting so i should just eat should i i just go back and eat crap instead (laughs) i think
1: if you're new well i know the idea is like you were like and and like i'm gonna quit eating chocolate for the month of january like you do it in, like you do it for amount of time or you do small incremental changes, like you're like, I'm no longer going to eat French fries. Hmm. you know. And then the next month you're like, I'm no longer going to eat a dessert with every meal. Well, you know what my secret is? Tell me. I start two weeks before the new year. With what? My resolutions.
0: Well, so, Priya, do you make New Year's reader resolutions?
1: So I was looking through, I do New Year's reflection at the end ah. of every year. And I saw that I do tend to make some in the past, like I've made a few. One year I was going to meet read more plays. I do not think I actually achieved that. <laughs> and one year I was really determined to spend more time reading instead of social media. And I do think I achieved that. Yeah, I which think was, you did th- really well good. with that this
0: year. And I this say t- that as if I'm your supervisor. Like, well done, brother. did that. Good job. Good job.
1: <laughs> this year I didn't have a specific one at first. And then I started thinking about it. And then I was like, you know what? Actually, I have a few. And I wrote them down. And I, there are three reader-related, re- reader-related resolutions. Oof.
0: Reader-related resolutions. The first one is being able to say that. Yeah,
1: and I'm going to reveal
0: them at the end of this segment. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be very thrilling. Stay tuned. (laughs) What about you, Mallory? So yeah, for the past few years, I set a loose goal for myself to read more diversely. I don't like setting hard goals because then, again, it will just stress me out and I'll feel like I'm behind on something. Uh, So it mostly involves me being more cognizant of my book choices. Uh, It helps that I track my reading. So when I look over each month, I can say, man, you know, I need to bump up my translated books. I haven't read one in a couple of months. I need to read more LGBTQ plus authors. I don't set a numerical goal for the year, honestly, just because I read a lot. And I don't really need to. Uh, I usually average out about 150 books a year. Uh, So it's become much more about what I read than how much I read. Oh, yeah. If I had, like, a specific goal number, that would really stress me out. Yeah. But it's fine if that's what people want to be doing. Yeah. So what's the point of setting bookish New Year's resolutions? You might want to read more, so having a hard number goal could help motivate you. You might want to change something about your reading life, like you want to read more genres or try new authors. It's just generally a good way to improve your reading life if you're unhappy with it in any way. But you can also set New Year's reader
1: resolutions. <laughs> We're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> they don't actually involve reading specifically, like not yes. n- numerical runs, right? So you're Because you're still a reader if you read one book a year. One book a year, you are a reader. Yeah. Literally, one of my girlfriends, the, I I we were all on this, this uh group chain thing and I was like, what's the best book you guys read this year? And she was like, I didn't read any books this year. Wait, I read one book. There you go. And I was like, very, I was like that's awesome. I think the book was is dream warrior a book that's no that's a that's, dream- a, that's a nightmare on elm street movie. love warrior
0: <laughs> love warrior <laughs> <laughs> she definitely did not read the nightmare on elm street book <laughs> i would read love that. warrior which she, i love read. Warrior is the oprah book pick of, of some year it's some
1: month really great i read it while i was staying at her house there it was fantastic but yeah so she's a reader she yeah. read, she read one book this year it was her favorite book she read <laughs> bam see makes nice and easy if you only read one <laughs> or so you can set a different type of goal like give some examples
0: so yeah, if you if having a like a numerical resolution is gonna make you stressed out and feel bad, just skip it. Try something else. Like maybe you want to visit more indie bookstores. Maybe you want to vacation to more bookish places, or maybe you want to go to more author readings or signings. Maybe you want to try book club, make some book friends, snazz up your home library. Ooh, mm-hmm. I like that. I just did that yesterday. Look at you. I actually was reading
1: on modernmrsdarcy.com, Ooh. adorable site. Um, and they had some really cool suggestions for non-specific, non-numerical related resolutions, like changing your wallpaper on your phone to say, I'd rather be reading to remind yourself to read instead of jumping on social media. Oh, that's really cute. Super cute. Or tracking your days that you actually did read in a calendar. So like having a calendar and you were like, I read this day, I read this day, I read this day, and you can look and see, oh, I read a book 20 days in february or whatever oh. instead of like i read 20 books in february that's
0: pretty cool yeah it's a cool idea i thought yeah so again like we don't read reader re- new year's reader resolution shouldn't be stressing you guys out it shouldn't make be making you feel bad it should not be like oh my god i gotta do this thing reading is about fun it's not about how much you read guys by the way we're saying all of this and at the end i'm going to tell you all my stressful resolutions that oh. i decided to make for <laughs> I myself i cannot wait <laughs> So I travel a lot so I usually try to pick a cool bookstore or a bookish place like an author's birthplace or famous library to travel to. Oh my gosh. So yeah me and my boyfriend just got back from Iceland because as you guys if you guys can remember from the uh, traveling reader episode I've been wanting to go there to uh, witness the Christmas book flood and it was pretty amazing. We went to the library there. We went book shopping at a bunch of bookstores. So my 2018 traveling reader goal is to visit Powell's which I have never been to and you I might never leave so just heads up I'll go with you because I go visit my mom in Portland a couple times a year let's do it and that and then that way you can like drag me out with a net after two I can, hours I can
1: she lives on a houseboat so it's really fun and she probably has a net for dragging things
0: out yeah of that's the what, you could just hook me up to the houseboat and you know just set the en- get, get the engine going okay what about book book challenges What about book challenges? So if you do want to have a resolution that involves reading specific things, book challenges are a great way to go. You can make your own with like monthly or weekly goals. A lot of websites have the yearly challenges. Like Um, so many. Like I googled, I found a lot of reader challenges online. Literally just google 2018 reading challenge. Uh, Book Riot's Read Harder Challenge is always awesome every year Uh, and you can, you know, check with your local library. They often do yearly book challenges or monthly book challenges. Goodreads has a yearly challenge, but that's purely numerical. Like you set a number goal and every time you mark a book as read the number goes up so it's pretty easy to track and speaking of tracking we're going to review some book tracking journals after the break first i'm very very intrigued to hear bria's new year's reading related resolutions okay
1: so people who listen to the show probably know that i am i really love an assignment from an outside source this is my favorite way to get things done bria loves homework i'm an obliger i'm great with homework And I feel like it's time for me to get out of my reader shell because I mostly read sci-fi and fantasy books. So I'm going to do – oh, so I Google. I did a lot of Googling about what the best reader challenges are. And it's like read a book with – People had like it's like stuff that was like annoying, not annoying, and I don't want to insult people's reader <laughs> challenges, but it was stuff that was like read a book with an X in the title, or with read, an X, read, yeah, like or like you know, read a book with an ampersand, or like 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 or oh, read a book, serious with, side eye of these book
0: challenges, like like stuff that I was like, oh, it's just like not relevant, like, and I looked for something that was like, no, more... so how is that going to improve? Like, who's lying around going, man, you know, I just don't have enough ampersands in my life now. Well, I think it's just <sighs> my life to... is
1: bereft. I know, and the thing is, like, I could find an ampersand in anything. Thing I read like I'll like fly yeah it doesn't but just, they, not weird. that that's like it's like that's just a way to get you reading I think is it like I oh guess. you're yeah but so I decided to do the book riot read harder challenge because I felt like it would get me out of my your space my, my reader space Come back to although Earthria. number three is read a classic from genre fiction which I was like oh I can get behind this but then there were a few that I was like nah I don't want to be doing this which I thought was a good reason to do it yeah like for example read a book about nature <sighs> Okay. and Or or read a <laughs> book of colonial literature. Colonial or, literature. I know, I know, That's
0: very interesting. But then there also is like... <laughs> how to make milk. By- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, how,
1: to, how to die at the, by the age of 20.
0: <laughs> but uh, ch- the tales of churning butter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but also like number 17 is a sci-fi novel with a female protagonist and a female author. Easy.
0: <laughs> Done.
1: Um, or an assigned book you hated, which I thought was pretty good. Um, there was another one that I thought was really, oh, a romance novel by, or about a person of color, which I thought was going to really get me out of a reader slump, Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you, I've ever read a romance novel. I was going to say, we can go to the Rip Bodice. I know. I Yeah, totally. So I just thought it would be a fun thing for me to do. So that's my first New Year's resolution. My second one is I'm going to keep up with my reader journal, journal because I started- You've been it doing this, really well with that. This year, to limited success, but I'm keeping it next to my bed, and I feel like that is like the key, because then- s- I'll finish a book, usually in bed, and then I'll go and fill out the reader Oh, yeah, journal. that's,
0: like, my favorite thing is, like, going – when I finish a book and going to my reader journal and, like <sighs> – No, for I me love it's it. a chore. It's I love a chore. It.
1: But that, I'm going to try to keep up with that. And the third New Year's resolution, reader-related, is that I am going to try to find the best way to put what I read on social media because – You're an e-reader. I'm an e-reader, and so I never know, like, what to, like – I never know how to show people what I'm reading I read because I don't still have a think cool you should just take cover. a picture of your e
0: reader next to some cool stuff. That just seems like so much work. But okay, I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. I'll think about like that. But that's what I do. That's, that's I mean, with my regular, do what I do, but with your e reader and like on the title page. You have a cat. Oh, on the title page. Put that's it on true. top of Malachi and just <laughs> take a picture of it. All right, well, so I'm
1: thinking, I'm trying to keep up with my Goodreads. And maybe I'll try to do the Instagram. I don't know. Let's like. I want the listener feedback if you're like following me on any of these so, so you can give me feedback as I go throughout this year and see how that works.
0: And those are my New Year's resolutions. So if you guys have some tips for Bria or you have some 2018 reader resolutions you want to send to us, you can email them to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Before we review some reading journals, we're going to take a quick break.
1: SF Sketchfest is just around the corner, January 11th to 28th, and there will be plenty of Max Fun shows there to represent. We're bringing Judge John Hodgman on the 11th, Jordan Jesse Go with special guest Andy Richter on the 12th, Smanners on the 14th. We Got This with Mark and Howe also on the 14th. The Greatest Generation and Friendly Fire Podcast Super Show on the 17th. Pop Rocket host Guy Branham's talk show, The Game Show, on the 19th and One Bad Mother on the 21st. You can learn more about these shows and get tickets at MaximumFun.org slash SFSketchFest18. Get your tickets now.
0: time to look at some book tech advances in bookish technology uh, a great way to track your reading is using a reading journal but what do you use a blank notebook a calendar it's kind of hard to buy them online because you want to look inside this drives me crazy whenever i if i buy some on amazon you can't look at every single page did you see <laughs> every single page aren't they the same all the no, way through <laughs> not the one that you are holding in I mean, your that's lap true. this one's pretty impressive so you know it's good to test them out beforehand there's a lot of specific book tracking journals available, but they differ wildly. The one we're talking about was on our reading glasses Amazon wishlist, and it's about $7. It's great. We're going to link to it in the show notes. So thank you so much to the listener who sent us this. If you want your name, shouted out. L- let us know or email us because we don't want to like name you and if you don't, don't want to be named. But so this one is about, it's 120 pages of room and has a page for each book with the title, author, notes, comment section, a spot to review it. It's got a lot of detailed information, which I really appreciate, and it has a blank note section in the back a list a little like list area for the books you bought it has a bunch of stuff and it has a book like a reading recommendation list in the back and a place to put your favorite quotes like it's got a lot of stuff which is yeah and it has a place to put your um
1: books you've loaned to people yes which, which i know you feel very strongly. yes about. i do you'd have several in here from me that i haven't given back to you but yeah it does have the 100 amazon's 100 best books to read in a lifetime the Which Golden is, Compass is on there. Handmaid's Tale, a lot of good ones. Yeah,
0: so it's I, I like it a lot. My my the reason why I really really like this is because it has a lot of space. And my problem with a lot of the reading journals is that there's only for, room for like fifty books, and that's just not enough space for me. Yeah, well, go through, through three of those a year. I know. <laughs> too <laughs> too short. I know. So this one can fit probably over a hundred books. I'm very impressed. Uh, it's not fancy. It's not bound in leather or anything. But for the money, for only seven bucks, this is a great reading journal. Five out of five pages for me. The cover is really cute too because it's not. Some of the reading journals can be
1: lit, a little like, like fancy calligraphy kind of yeah. things, which I'm like not that into. Yeah, but this cover looks like a weird like, bush. like if a if peacock was a
0: bush. If a, if a peacock and a bush made, made love. it, then that's the cover <laughs> of this
1: because it's good. It's good. It's like not masculine. It looks it's like not a feminine. No,
0: it looks like a notebook, like yeah. a workbook.
1: It does. It looks like a workbook you would have in like third grade, yes. and it's designed. I mean, I'm into this. I think my only concern is that, like, it's a lot of information to fill out for every book. And as you said, you like to go and write about it. Because on each page, it's, like, title, author, date published, page count, date started, date finished, my review, inspiration, book number blank, memorable and at, quote. And then it has little stars to fill in. How many
0: ratings out that of five I like. Stars. I like the stars part. It's like a real-life Goodreads. I
1: like this. I don't think I would do all of the filling out of all of the little slots for each book cuz like i don't i can't. I'm not this
0: about thing to. Is look you, don't, up... you don't
1: have to. You like this kind of stuff, though, knowing who published what book and stuff.
0: Yeah, I like. I try to read as widely as I can, and what I what I do every year, and what I just did for my 2017 reading is, I'll go through my entire book journal, and I make a list of all my favorite books of the year, and I can go through all the ratings and be like, all right, well, which ones are which ones are the ones that I really like, and sometimes when you're it's December and you're looking at the books that you read in January, you're like, I don't fucking remember. I don't remember those books. Anything about this book besides the fact that I gave it like a you know an, a a minus rating. Um, so you would use this Bria yeah
1: I mean I would say this is also a five out of five pages for me because it's it's very cool like I said it's like not like super over the top but then there's a lot of things if you like want to fill out things you can but I don't think you have to feel the pressure to fill out everything but yeah I think it's really cool I'm really into this book journal we
0: got we'll put a photo of it on our Instagram yeah yeah Are you going to use it this year? No. So what's funny is that because I normally track them so intensely, I'm actually doing the opposite that you're doing this year. So I'm trying to be a little more loose with my... Less tracking? Less tracking. I'm going to... My book tracking journal for 2018 is just going to be a blank notebook. That's what mine is currently. And I'm just going to make a giant list. Oh, no. Well, who's going to use this? My boyfriend. Oh, okay. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. Alan has already decided that he's going to use it.
1: Well, we love it. And thank you for whoever sent it to us from Alan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) From my boyfriend. (laughs) So it's time to solve a bookish problem from one of our listeners. Sarah writes, a few years ago, I decided to get back to reading and started making reading challenges through Goodreads. It's been awesome motivation to read a little each day. My problem is that sometimes I find myself getting more excited about finishing a book to add to my read list than actually enjoying my book. How can I keep pushing myself to consume more stories and content while also living in the moment of the book? So this is the downside to tracking your reading. And we wanted to solve this problem for you guys right off the bat. So you can track your reading. Without problems, Bria, what you what should you do?
1: I mean, I I do get this. It's kind of like the Instagram phenomenon where like sometimes the likes that you get on your Instagram feel better than the experience of the Instagram. There's this weird thing in LA right now where there's like this place that people go and it's just for Instagram photos. Do you know about this? No. I don't want to take. I don't want to like give it advertising, but it's like it's like a it's a place and it's it's mostly like like advertising there for what it is and people. It's designed just for Instagram photos. Side note. So, as a goal-oriented person, I totally feel this. I just wonder if there's an aspect about the fact that it's a public gratification on Goodreads, like Instagram, that is making uh, Sarah feel this way. So, like, I'm wondering if Sarah should take up a journal, which I'm way less likely to get excited about filling out, and not share it with the world to see if you still have the same problem, to see if it's, like, that people are seeing what you're reading, and maybe they're liking it or they're talking to you about it. Maybe if you kept it private then it would be more about the book and less about the i've read this list.
0: That's a really good point. This
1: is just I don't know, this is just my thinking but i i don't know Sarah but I, this is how i would probably feel too.
0: What do you think Mallory? So, Sarah, I think it's time for you to shake up how you track your reading. So instead of reporting each book directly after you read it, I think you should keep a list on your phone or on a piece of paper of just what you read. Pick a day at the end of the month or week if you're an Uber reader and you're reading like five books a week uh, and enter them all in then. That way you won't be as focused on it since you know you won't be adding it to Goodreads as soon as you finish. You know, you'll give yourself a little bit of time to think about it. And I do this when sometimes I travel and I like instead of – you know, putting all of the books in as into Goodreads and into my book journal as I'm reading them. Like I just got back from Iceland. I read like five books while we were there and I got home and added them all after my trip so I could stay focused on reading and stay focused on the trip instead of like, oh, I just finished. What reading am I going to give it? Oh, that's
1: interesting because I find Goodreads to be my my journal that I don't forget. Like
0: that's the one that I'm like, I can
1: do it right now because it's on my phone. Like really yeah, I don't easily. think we're friends on Goodreads. I just. Really <laughs> got, how <laughs> fucking funny is that? Because I don't go and look at other people's. Really. I just use Me it as like a book same. Tracking I just, kind
0: same. Of thing. I do think I just realized that I don't think we have. I've ever seen your <laughs> Goodreads <phrase. laughs>
1: And I don't put everything on Goodreads because there's a lot of things I'm like, hey, I don't really like that. Well, I'm not going to give that a score. Yeah. Well, you, everyone knows
0: how we feel about the Goodreads public scoring it's, it's system. True. It's very true.
1: But if you want us to answer your reader questions, you can send it to
0: readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. So if you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It's really great for us and it helps us reach more readers. It makes me really happy. Uh, and Reading Glasses is pleased to offer interactive transcripts of the show through Greta. Go to greta.com slash reading underscore glasses to read and turn your favorite Reading Glasses moments into clips that you can share out on social media. Media. You can email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at readinggpodcast, on Instagram at readingglassespodcast, and you can always follow along on our bookish adventures using the general hashtag readingglasses. Thanks for listening and thanks, thanks for, for reading. reading. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
1: Listener supported.